0: Hey, what's going on guys? It's Matt. Uh, I just wanted to tell him, I don't know, kind of quick, kind of long, but in middle, middle of the road length story, uh, basically about, I bought this like Mitsubishi Diamante in 2003 and I was working at Borders, like full time, like Borders books and music, uh, but honestly, like I probably shouldn't have bought this car because like the payments were high and like my checks weren't that big. Like I could afford the payments, but like it's pretty broke after. <laughs> but it was a nice car, so that was cool. So at any rate, in the beginning, it was all normal, and I was just making payments on it and working and being a normal person, and then. Well, here's the thing about me, is that I I have the tendency to, like, take off to another state, like, with no plan, and just, like, go, and I've done it many times, and I I don't know what it's about, but it's just how I am, like, it's just, like, this need to see something else or experience something else, I don't know, something like that, but, uh... So I take off a lot, like, and while I was working at Borders, like, this wasn't the first time. Like, I would write these like long notes to my like general manager, and I'd say like, I'm I want to like take these trips while I'm young, and <laughs> before I get old and all this stuff. And so I would always like write these long notes to my manager to like get the vacation time off. Like I'd convince him why he should give me the vacation time off. And it'd be paid vacation, too, because I was a full-time employee there, so it was cool. But, uh so, at any rate, like, basically, like, I had this idea. I had, I had a lot of CDs from working at Borders, and just before that, just collecting CDs and, you know, being a fan of so many different, like, 90s alternative groups and stuff like that, so, like, I had a lot of CDs, so I'm like, why don't I, like, sell CDs cross-country and, you know, just drive cross-country and just sell CDs to live on, you know, (laughs) and see how far I can get and this and this and this and film the whole thing, and I'm just like, yeah, why not, let's do it, so I, like, wrote my manager a note at work, and I just said, like, Fuck it, I'm not going to make car payments anymore. Like, I'm just going to take off to another state. So, what are they going to do? They're not going to be able to repossess my car. If I'm not in Illinois, what are they going to do? So, I'm like, I can keep it. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I remember packing up my car with all my CDs. I had, like, a a handheld camera that took, like, the tapes, like, the, the eight... The Super 8 tapes? I, no, I don't think they were those. But No, they were mini DV tapes. I'm sorry. Yeah, they weren't Super 8. That's like way back. Jesus Christ. Uh, no, like the mini DV tapes. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. The, that kind of camera. So it wasn't like that old. But like still, at this point, it's old. <laughs> I think I still have it somewhere. Uh, so at any rate, yeah. I mean, I remember just like packing up my... Stuff I sold a bunch of stuff. I had like a base and like some other stuff. I sold a bunch of stuff for extra money for the trip. And I made like an extra couple hundred dollars. So that was cool. And you know, you sell a bunch of your stuff before you leave. It all works out. More gas money, more food money, more whatever, weed, cigars, cigarette, whatever you're doing at the time, blah, blah blah. You know. So like I'm filming also. I filmed this this whole trip and like I, I like, sell CDs. I think I make it, like, out of Illinois and out of Iowa. And I think Nebraska, uh, Omaha was, like, the first. Or maybe Lincoln. It might have been Lincoln, Nebraska. I got there first. Anyways, I sold CDs in one of those cities for more gas money. (laughs) And then... I got to, I'm trying to think, I I, I, I I left Nevada after I made, I remember I sold a watch, I had like a watch on me, and I sold it at like a pawn shop for like $30, 40 so I did that too, and I would, and you know, um. Like I was just like surviving on what I could make, and then just like driving and like filling up my gas tank when it got real low, and then like putting like if I made like thirty bucks like I'd put like twenty in the tank and like ten for like food and at the time cigars and like stuff like that, so I would ju- and then I just keep driving so at any rate uh at one I remember getting to California, my goal was to get to San Diego actually that was my goal. I I got to California, and I was stranded in Northern California for a bit, but I was able to, like, I think I sold something and, and made a couple bucks, so I was able to get, like, some food and, like, a little, little, little bit of gas, not much, and then I drove all the way, I made it to East LA, and I was stranded in a Carl's Jr. parking lot, and... I was stranded there, for like for like half. That I had no more money, no gas. Like that's as far as I could make it. I was trying to make it to LA, to Amoeba Records, to sell a bunch of stuff there. That's what I was trying to do. So, like, I'm sitting there. I'm living. Like, I'm going into the bathroom, and like drinking water out of the faucet in the sink. You know, because I'm getting hungry and stuff, and I don't have any money left, and I'm like close to L.A., but I don't, my car is like, something is wrong with it at this point, so it's like, I don't know, I I don't really want to risk driving right now, so I literally am just stranded in this parking lot for hours, surviving on water, and then all of a sudden, this is just the crazy, one of the craziest moments of my life, and I've had so many crazy moments, but My back windshield gets shattered out. Like literally somebody shot at me. It was so crazy. And so eventually, I I remember I got a hold of my ex-girlfriend Kristen's brother who lived in L.A. And he actually came and rescued me. Like I was so grateful. And I ended up spending some time at his place while my car was getting fixed. I forget what was wrong with it. It was like leaking fuel or something like that. Something was weird. But, uh so yeah, basically like my window got shot out. I was freaked out. And I did a, a originally film that getting shot out too because I was filming when it happened. I was like kind of panicking already on the camera sitting in the parking lot as it was getting dark. And it was right when it gets dark, get, got dark, sorry, is that the shot happened. It was just so nuts. So then, like, basically, yeah, like, I finally got a hold on, like, the internet, on my computer. I had a laptop at the time. And I got a hold of of my ex-girlfriend, Kristen's brother. And I told him where I was and all this shit. And he came and got me. Him and his friend, like, Ivan or something like that, came and got me. And, like, basically, they, they, like, put some money in my tank, enough to get back to Echo Park where he was living in LA and then like I remember I was like smoking some crazy weed at the time and like I was so finally relaxed and and I remember taking my car in the next day and it was like the guy was so nice and I was like all frantic and like the guy I was talking to another guy too about he was talking to me about Black Flag the band and it was so random but like I still remember this, but he was, like, calming me down. He's like, don't worry, because I was, like, all freaked out that I had to, like, borrow money from my parents (laughs) to, like, get my car fixed and stuff and borrow. And then I did eventually sell a bunch of stuff at Amoeba Records for road money for back once my car was ready. Then I took off back to, to the Midwest. And, uh... After staying with them in L.A. for like five, six days. And like my mom even said, like, maybe you should just get a job there and just figure it out. She's like, well, fix your car one more time and then you can figure it out in L.A. And I thought about that, too, about just staying in L.A. But then, I don't know, part of me wanted to hit the road again. So I'm just like, no, I'm going to go back to the Midwest. So at any rate, uh, I go back. I I leave L.A. I sell a bunch of stuff at Amoeba Records. I remember I sold like... Some DVD box sets I had and some CD box sets and a bunch of regular... I made over a 100 bucks. It was, it was it was pretty decent. I sold a lot of stuff. And they took a lot of stuff there, too. Even, like, rare stuff and bands you haven't heard of and stuff like not popular stuff. They took that stuff there, too. Amoeba, right? It was, like, three, four floors of music. It was crazy. <laughs> it was awesome. It was an awesome store to go to. But, uh... Yeah, so then basically like I drove all the way back to the Midwest and filmed that too. There's videos on YouTube of this. Uh under like Drifter something like Born to Be a Drifter or like Drifter Trips or is on YouTube and uh Yeah, you can look it says like it says like what states like Illinois to California and blah and back to Illinois or whatever. You know, it says something like that on the YouTube. Sorry, it's just been years since I made these. This is crazy. I'm trying to remember the titles of of them, but (laughs) I'm just being honest. but, uh, But yeah, so then anyways, so I come back to the Midwest and I stay with my buddy Tony underneath this guitar shop Perry's in Villa Park. So I'm living there for like a month, and I even got a job at Taco Bell while I was living there. I didn't have any rent or anything to pay. It was a free place to stay, but uh, I even got a job at Taco Bell while I was living there. But eventually, I don't know, eventually, like, Tony and I just kind of needed a break from one another after hanging out, and we, we recorded a lot of music together, and he visited me at borders frequently and I don't know we just like saw too much of each other at that point we're friends now today, but at that point we just like saw too much of each other. We're getting on each other's nerves. so I actually uh, that and there was a, a a mouse. I left my pizza out all night and a mouse came while I was crashing in this room. And uh, a mouse came and it just freaked me out. And I just said enough of this place. So like between those two things, like it was just time to like go. So I had to go back to my parents. Oh, and also one thing while I was living underneath Perry's, there was this one night where a tow truck was in the Perry's parking lot and the parking lots in the back of the store. And, like, I swore they were coming for my car. Like, someone got word that... And I was, like, up being paranoid. And I even, like, went all the way upstairs. We were all the way in the basement in this place. And, like, I went all the way upstairs to, like, see if my car was being towed. But it was another car in the lot. So was just crazy. So, so at any yeah, at any rate, I, I'm back at home now working at Taco Bell. And all of a sudden, one day, like... I get a call, and I'm home, and my mom answers it, and it's like, they're like, they're coming to take the car away, (laughs) and I'm like, oh, no, I shouldn't have come home, why did I come back to my parents' house, like, I should have just stayed out on my own with my job, you know, like, oh, but whatever, easier said than done to stay out on your own with a job at Taco Bell, so... Most people would probably go back to their parents' house, too, I'm guessing. So <laughs> so at any rate, finally, like, the one day they come and they take the car away. And I just I couldn't believe I went on all these adventures, like, cross-country. And it got my window shot out. And, like, oh, in, a, in East L.A. And just all these crazy things happened with this car. And I sold CDs out of it across country and it's just like i'll never forget that mitsubishi diamante 2003 edition i'll never forget it because it's just like the amount of crazy adventures that car went through and then to come full circle and come back to illinois and just get it taken away from you after all these adventures is just like hilarious so i just wanted i was talking to my buddy about some of that stuff and I'm like I got to reveal this story cuz it's just too crazy like I mean I told most of it you guys you guys got the gist I mean a crazy cross country trip selling CDs and then get shot at at your get your windows shot out while you're stranded in the Carl's Jr. parking lot and come back to the midwest and get your car repossessed <laughs> that kind of rhymes come back to the midwest and get your car repossessed well that's what happened folks so at any rate I'm getting, I'm going on almost 15 minutes here So I don't want to ramble much longer But that was a fun one to tell Oh man, it's been a crazy life But oh well You try to pull a fast one But it always comes back to haunt you That's the lesson What are you going to do? <laughs> this is Matt Bennett for Crazy Life Stories You guys have a wonderful week ahead of you Should be getting warmer again here in the Midwest Woohoo!